You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads agency. One of the things that kills Google Ad campaigns has nothing to do with Google Ads. It's people's absolute, complete, and total inability to sell stuff when they get in front of a customer, which is shocking to me still to this day. We track and record every single phone call that we catalyze inside of Google Ads with client permission, and I cannot begin to tell you how embarrassing some of those phone calls are. They're unbelievable. What I want to go over today is how to come over sales objections, specifically with high-ticket clients. Now, I'm going to preface by saying you're going to be upset at how simple this is. You're going to like, why did I waste my time talking to you, Kassim? But first of all, some of the most valuable advice I've ever gotten is the simplest, number one. Number two, I'll make an agreement with you. You're only allowed to be mad at me if when you look at your content or your sales narrative, you've already answered the three questions I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you three questions. And if you've answered them and you've answered them to completion, then you can get pissed off, hit me in the comments, call me an idiot, tell me I wasted your time. If you didn't, then you should be mad at yourself because this is so simple. It's so simple and so easy and so obvious and yet none of us do it. High ticket sales objections. First of all, shout out to my boy, Scott, integrator extraordinaires, works for some of the biggest names in the space. He's the one that taught me this. We were running an online challenge for, well, somebody whose name I can't use, but a very important person whose name I'd like to drop. And Scott was walking us through the process of overcoming objections. That's what's crazy. The person that we were running the challenge for is one of the biggest names in the industry and had no objection handling whatsoever. And so Scott walked us through these three-step process, okay? So, so step number one, objection number one, always. Does this work? And this is where I'm going to lose everybody. My retention on this YouTube video is going to drop. But really, really spend time thinking about it. Whatever it is that you're selling, whatever magic gizmo or doohickey that you happen to be schlepping, you've explained everything about how it works, when it works, why it works, where it works, but you haven't really spent enough time talking about the fact that it actually works to accomplish the goal that you want to accomplish. This is the features versus benefits discussion. Does this work? And, and, and driving this point home is one of the most important things that you can possibly do, especially if you're a coach, consultant, course creator, but it's really, I mean, it's anything. It's like if you sell an itchy and scratchy cream, right? Or, or, or a skateboard helmet or a car seat, or there's nothing that you can, a professional service. If you're a CPA, does this work? And in order to really think about what working means, you have to put yourself in the mind of your prospect and think about what their desired end result is. Does this get to the desired end result? So that's objection number one. Does this work? And again, you can't be mad at me unless you can go to your site and your sales collateral and show me that you've actually built the content that addresses this objection. Yes, it actually works. Let me show you how. Objection number two, does this work for people like me? You'll notice objection number one is top of the funnel. I'm not gonna talk to you until I know this works. Objection number two is middle of the funnel. Everybody is a special and unique snowflake. Will this work for me, the special and unique snowflake? And this, by the way, with objection number one, the way to handle that is to show the process. First this happens, then this happens, then this happens, then desired end result. Now, that's fine, but it's genericized, it's sterile. Objection number two, you show case studies, testimonials, feedback, user stories, customer successes. Show people like them that it works. Now, this is where niching down is really, really important. It's really important. It's a luxury that I actually don't have as a Google Ads agency in some instances. Like I've niched all the way down to Google Ads, but I've got Google Ads for dentists and e-commerce stores. Imagine if I only did Google Ads for SaaS products, let's say. Now, every case study, every testimonial is a SaaS owner telling my prospect about their successes. Does this work for people like me? The more you niche down, the more impactful this content is going to be. 
It's not, does this work anymore? It's, does this work for people like me? This is also why you need to be really ultra specific as to who you speak to with your marketing materials and collateral. If you're doing an online challenge or a webinar or a course, don't batch and blast. Get as, as myopic and as focused as you possibly can because then you can have the does this work for people like me conversation and you can have it with integrity. That's objection number two. Objection number three, you're already gonna see this coming. Will it work for me specifically? This is the bottom of the funnel. Now, here's what's really important. This is one of those things you cannot scale out of. This is your one-to-one -one conversation. It's also why we talk about this being high ticket objections because with low ticket items, you're not gonna have the one-to-one -one conversation. And will this work for people like me is the answer to will this work for me because the risk is low enough for people to take that leap of faith. With high ticket anything, you have to have the one-to-one. -one. And so you've talked about the fact that this works, and I believe you. It has worked for other people like me, and I believe you, but will it work for me specifically? And by the way, the way to have this conversation is to listen, listen, ask questions and listen. I was shopping for a whole home filtration system, and I hopped on the phone with this young man who did all the research, my EA do all the research, but we did all the research and found, shortlisted all the best systems out there and scheduled the sales calls, and I was interested. And it's something that was really important to me is having clean water, really important to me for a reason that I'll get to. Hop on the phone with this young guy, and he is a badass sales guy all the right things at all the right times, going through his presentation, perfectly polished, phenomenally trained, would ask me these little kind of pointed questions to get me to say yes, had the jokes at the right time, the cadence at the right time. Dude puts me through 30 minutes of this. And because I'm a marketer, I'm listening now just with my marketing hat on, taking notes because I liked some of their approaches. But he gets to the end and he has yet to ask me why I want clean water. I have heavy metal poisoning. I'm going through a really extreme heavy metal detox. I need clean water for health reasons. He's tackled everything but that. And now I'm kind of like, hey man, you don't really listen to me at all, number one. Number two, he started making claims and statements that if he knew I was going for health, he wouldn't necessarily have positioned the way that he positioned. It hurt the entire sales process. And then when I asked him for the information that I would need in order to make a buying decision, he never followed up. You know, I said, you need to show me in clinical studies that your devices actually filter out heavy metals. And never heard from the kid again. Will it work for me specifically? The way to overcome this objection is to listen closely and to ask the right questions. Ask questions that could lead to them not buying. This is where salespeople get, get in trouble because they're so terrified to lose the sale. You, you should seek the opportunity, seek the opportunity. Every time anybody who's ever been on the phone with me talk about Google ads, put me through this test. Actually, please don't waste my time. All I do is try to talk people out of it. Hey, tell me why you think Google's gonna work for you. Can you tell me a little bit about your business? Can you tell me about your sales process? Can you tell me about your ability to pay for this traffic? This is really expensive traffic. What do your margins look like? What's the lifetime value? What kind of cat can you afford? Let's try to break this. Let's stress test this ourselves. Because by the way, if I earn you as a client and it, it's going to break anyway, I'm losing money. And, and you should approach things with that same paradigm. Will this work for me? That's a listening conversation. Listen, listen like you love the person. Try that one out for size. You know, and if that turns you off a little bit, then I don't know, maybe you don't deserve to help people. Listen with empathy, listen and really get down to what it is that they want to accomplish. You might find out, hey, this actually isn't the thing for you. I was on the phone with a, an entrepreneur a week ago. She was interested in a mastermind. I own a mastermind, Driven Mastermind. Go check it out, drivenmastermind.com. And I asked her, what's important to you in a mastermind? And she gave me two things. One of them, we checked the box for. 
The other one we don't. And so I full stopped the conversation. I said, hey, just so you know, that's actually kind of not our jam. She wanted something that was a little bit more dynamic thematically. And we're very, very, very focused on just making money. And so I referred her to a bunch of other masterminds. I was like, Joe Polish's Genius Network, phenomenal. Giovanni Marcinko with his Archangels, like unbelievable mastermind. There's a ton of them out there. She couldn't have been more grateful. It couldn't have been a better discussion. And if she joins Driven, if she joins my mastermind, I know I got the right person who wants to be in the room and isn't going to get in there and, be, and, and think like, oh goodness, this isn't for me and I shouldn't have done this and I regret the 25 grand I just gave this idiot. Listen, that's the way to overcome sales objections. I'd love to know yours. What else do you got for me? Teach me, please. I learn as much as you do by making these videos, especially from the comments. Appreciate y'all. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.